Broadcasting live, this is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe, the mistress of morning radio, Erica Danielle, and Adam K., the brewmeister. Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf, all the ships at sea, and everyone else across this great nation in radio land. Welcome to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister, and with me as always, everyone's favorite host with the most, Honest Abe. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. I'm shocked to see you up and standing. As I told Paul last night, it was what about fifty-fifty whether he, I was going to make it in. When when I left him, I mean, he told me about eight times, but when I left him, he looked at me, he like looked me dead in the eyes, and he goes, "No, seriously, fifty-fifty." <laughs> I was beat up. We had the, we went to the uh, Adam and I were at the uh, grand opening of the Davidoff uh, Lounge in West Palm Beach last night, and uh, holy cow, what a zoo! Yeah. It was a zoo. Five deep at the bar? Five. I, I think it was more than five deep at the bar. Yeah. I mean, when I got there, it was a big I bar. thought it was packed. Yeah. And you got there after like half the people left. I know. That's what you told me. Oh, when my I was God. Like, oh, it's packed in here. You were able to move and walk when you got there. <laughs> and at 5.30, he looks, at 6.30, he looks over to me and goes, everybody's still at dinner. And it's packed. That's what I said. I right. said, I said, I said, I said, I said 6.30, everybody's eating dinner still. The, the, the masses haven't even showed up yet. And first off, at six thirty, it was like what we felt. I mean, we had been there since eight in the morning. Yeah, so I've been there like, since eight. Yeah, I felt like it was like already like midnight. Right. Yeah, like I know 6:30, that feeling. Six thirty. I'm like, oh my god, it's only you have so much time to go. <laughs> it's only so six thirty. And KMA's mistress of morning radio, Erica. Good morning. How Good are you? Good morning. Welcome. <laughs> Do we have a business meeting today? Absolutely. Very executive today. I know. I feel like I feel like yeah. I feel underdressed. I feel so underdressed. <laughs> It's well, a, it's a news broadcaster outfit. <laughs> it's right. Are you, are, you, are you getting a Are you getting a weather woman job? I am as a matter. No, I'm and the, <laughs> and today the cloudy region. Just next time, just make sure you're wearing green. You know, at some I'd point. crush it. <laughs> I know. I've done that before, actually, to show the floating head on the green screen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that when my hair was blonde, the green would like go through it, so I would just look like I was balding. It was okay. great. <laughs> But I'm here. The show must go on. Yes, the show must go on. It'll be a very interesting show. We're going to talk to Jamil Jamil McCline, former professional boxer. Jamil? Jamil McCline. Jamil? Yeah. Jamil. Did I say Jamil? No. Yeah, Jamil. Oh. (laughs) Jamil would be one E. Jamil would be two E's. I am, I'm going to go back to I'm gonna give you some doesn't care. Shocked, I tell you. I'm going to give you a little slack today because we're both a little, like, beat. I feel like, honestly, like, Mack truck, like, hit me last night, dragged me a few miles. Dropped me off from my home, you know. And you weren't really drinking, right? I mean, or uh, did you later? It was, you know, I did have booze throughout the night. It was like a slow pace. Like yeah. Having a toast with everybody continuously for eight hours kind of adds up. <laughs> you know, I wasn't slamming shots at the bar, right. no, but, you know. Drunk on top again? Yeah. <laughs> on top of, honestly, probably about 10 hours of sleep to 12 hours of sleep over the last five days, maybe. Wow. Yeah. I was going to leave it up like, up to fate this so morning angry. whether I'd come in or not. I think if I wake up, I'll go. 
Oh, so you didn't set an alarm? You, just, no. you just woke up. <laughs> so, you know, it was like about 7.15 and I, I got, Daddy. Oh, no. Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> the boy, right? The boy. Yeah. Slapping me in the face. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Breakfast? Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's the worst moment. That's, what, that's, like, what, oh. that's when you really know what love is. Yes. Because like any other person, I think when my wife did that, I'd kill her. Yep. <laughs> Honestly. That's right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if anybody did Sleep that to me, first. I really would never talk to them ever again and well, would banish them. Yeah. So I said, <laughs> Unless I'm, they're your kids. That's the I'm truth. Up, I'm alive. Let me come to the show. All right. Yes, it'll be a fantastic show. We'll have lots of great things to talk about cigar-wise. Cigar Coop will be here to give us the latest in the news and information. Coop, Coop. Coop actually can't call in today. Oh, I wrote it on there, but Adam wasn't you, paying you attention. You did. No, you wrote it, the Scoop with Coop, live on the outline, and that's what I, I put live? On wrote, the wheel. On the wheel. the wheel. Oh, man, I messed that's up. That's the thing I looked at. Sorry. You're the one with the most rest. You have no excuse to mess up out of all of us. He sends, he sends his regrets. He has a very important family thing this weekend. I, I don't make it to one prep show meeting and look at the <laughs> look at the poll question and the caption <laughs> contest we got. I miss one meeting. First of all, the caption contest is going to get a million you likes know something and funny? Comments. I was staring at it for a good like, 30, 45 seconds before yeah. I realized it was the Brewmeister. Oh, you didn't know it was them? Not off the bat. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little tired, but not off the bat. The, no. It's a really good photo, too, when it's in color. Like it, That's from our professional photographer from the wedding. Wow. You, already got, you already got your photos back. Yeah. We, well, we have the digital versions. Uh, yeah. Wow. Please yeah. tell me there aren't, there aren't way too many of me in them. No, that's so, really the only one. So, okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. So, Erica, being being a dance instructor, mm-hmm. now obviously you have some stellar form you got going on right there. But <laughs> how's the Brewmeister's form? He's looking a little awkwardish. No, I see no straight lines. I see a lot of lumps and a lot of like, you know humpback curl curves. But wow. oh my god! If we're so being honest, the form is not fantastic, but he's got good moves. So I got to uh, give him that. I'm he a was able over to function guy. Right. No, you're no, a functional function reform. Form. We'll help you out. Right. Don't worry about it. You're full. I, yeah. I, want, I, I, you know, I almost left the house and thought, hey, I should make some coffee before I leave the house. No, I'll just get some at the studio when I get there. Caffeine <laughs> and up. how'd that work out? Not great. Well, had somebody made it before I got here, there was Sorry, no coffee. I was, la- I was late. I had to help set up. I tried to make the coffee, and I broke the pot. <laughs> anyway, we hear at KMA Shattered. Talk Radio. Love That's to get why I don't do things. things. Away. Last week in the KMA Recluse Poll of the Week, we asked you, have you ever gone to Whole Foods in your life and had a beer at the bar? Oh, I can't wait to see the results on this one. 42% of you said no, Absolutely. I'm crazy. Yes. Beer. 39% of you said you'd never be caught dead in a Whole Foods parking lot, let alone the bar. That's surprising. And 18% <laughs> of you ponied up to the bar and had a pint with a guy like me. So, <laughs> so 18% I'm going to guess that my, my, homies. my opinion that this is a very odd, strange social it behavior is correct. correct. It's, hey, it's 18%. That's the be- That's better. Probably one of the best numbers I've gotten in a poll that involves <laughs> something I've had. Okay. Now, when you compare it to like the six percent and right. stuff, yeah, but it's okay. still odd. It's it's a very minute group of people who think that's a normal behavior. But it is the lowest percentage still. Congratulations to Gary Tucker of Grants Pass, Oregon. He is this week's winner of a five pack of Recluse cigars. If you'd like to take him five pack of Recluse cigars, head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page, cast your vote. In this week's poll, how often does a normal guy get a haircut? Where, where did this question come so from? So you were on the air last week talking about how you get a haircut every week, which is ridiculous. Okay, first off, bald men 
have I'll, to remain bald. I'm a bald man. Mm-hmm. No, but, 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 but you, have, but you the, have some hair. You have the George Costanza, like, I pretend I still have hair going on. And the spot in the yeah. back is the producer. You're, you're still in the denial stage of being bald. Like, you want to hold on okay. to the, the few little rags that are still growing off your head. <laughs> so you can look in the mirror and pretend that you still have hair. But when you get to this stage of, like, I, I'm a bald man. I'm going to be a bald man the rest of my life. And you start shaving your head. Yeah, you gotta shave your head like every week or so. Uh, now that the and wedding's over, I'll beard, do it on the air. And because I have a beard, and a beard needs my own beard needs lining and trimming, I just go to the barber shop. They shave my head, they trim down my beard, they line it up, and I come out groomed. But yeah, bald men typically, if you, unless you're going to be shaving your own head, have to go to a barber more often than guys with hair. It just seems like a lot to me. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm a very. I'm it a very, takes a lot to look this good. Uh, yeah, thank Doesn't you. It takes a little extra work for me to look good, but <laughs> I, you know, I'm a very groomed person. I used to get a Manny Petty once a week. Oh, that's a, that's. A, so I had the nice. best. Look He's looking at me like you got something to say about listen that. Me, I had the best. Bring it. Listen to me. I had the best Manny Petty situation when I was single. Was, she was awesome. With some like Bulgarian Hungarian woman that would show up at my ho- house like every Tuesday, like at eight in the morning. I would come down like not awake, <laughs> literally not awake in my underwear. I'd plop down on the couch. And I'd be snoring like I'd be chopping lumber in about 10 seconds. <laughs> My head cracked back on the couch. She must sure love enough, that. Sure enough. Yeah, she loved getting paid. I bet. Sure enough, <laughs> sure enough, about you know 45 minutes later, she'd shake my arm. You're done. Oh, thank you. That's <laughs> okay. It. it was the best. Wow. Did you want her back up to bed? When, when you're single. I mean, look, I've been married now, so I'm, like, I'm not on the prowl for anything anymore. There's like maybe a crumb of food in my house. But, you know. <laughs> You know, when you're single, man, that stuff goes a long way, man. I used to get the most compliments from women when they saw my nails manicured, my stuff yeah. done, man. Guys got to groom Just those attention to detail. Absolutely. You know? I used to, man, I was Rico Suave back in the day. <laughs> I was Rico Suave. Back in the day. Anyway, uh, go, go once ahead, a Adam. week, <laughs> once every two weeks. You can't relate, so. Once a month. Lost. Moving on. When my girlfriend or wife tells me to, or when my bangs get too long. That was for you. That's <laughs> it's every, the answer is every six weeks. Every six weeks. Wow. You get every six weeks? Six weeks. It's just like... Yeah. Six weeks. I go when my wife... I get mine like to. every two to three months. I'm not a man. Well, your woman you is go. different. You yeah. guys you guys spend in one sitting what we would spend. Yes, yeah, exactly. that is correct. Two, yes, yeah. Her trim is $200. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Blow dry? 65 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> what? In the wrong business? Dryer. Yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> Unreal. I should be doing that. <laughs> so make sure you head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page, cast your vote in this week's poll, take over a five-pack of Recluse Cigars. If you head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page, post your best comment on the Zycar Caption Contest, you could be taking home a Zycar Cigar Locker, a sixty-four ninety-five value. Congratulations to Toby White, who won last week's KMA Zycar Caption Contest of the Week. When we come back... We'll talk to Jamil Klein, former professional boxer. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Nat Sherman is the leading American luxury brand in premium cigars. From the classic range of the Metropolitan and Host selections to the transformative Timeless Collection, their elegant sterling and limited edition offerings, or the bold and commemorative 1930 blend Andy Polka. Everyone has the opportunity to enjoy a Nat Sherman experience. Family owned and operated since 1930, Nat Sherman's tradition of innovation and commitment to excellence reminds us why America's Nat Sherman brand is known as tobacconist to the world. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history. 
with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva. An unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Palapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K. DeBrumeister. With me, of course, Anastabe. And KMA's mistress of morning radio, Erica Danielle. Good morning. I'm, I'm like on speed two this morning. <laughs> trying to shift gears. It's rough. Coffee's on its way. Oh, Everybody thank, yes. Thank up. you, Errol. Yes. Errol Flynn. Mad props. Rockin'. The man. <laughs> going to get coffee to save us all. 21 pilots. Save us all from the... I can't believe I broke the pot. 
I broke the pot. We need a sound bite. You broke the pot. You didn't just break it. It like exploded into three million pieces listen, on the carpet. Listen, it fell like literally six it inches. Yeah, it wasn't far. Did you see the bottom of the cooler to the floor? It was like six inch I drop. Know, but what were you like? Were you just trying to like lean into it and not actually? Hold no, I it? set it on the little platform that's there, and I was trying to figure out how to turn the water on above it. And the platform off. wasn't, and all it did was just fall off. That's a rookie move. And like, it's a rookie move. It's a rookie. <laughs> I'm rookie my size 16 somewhere in about two seconds. Anyway, let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, welcome our guest this week. Uh, Jamil McClellan challenged for the World Heavyweight title on an unprecedented four occasions, losing all four attempts to Vladimir Klitschko, Chris wow. Bird, Nikolai Valiev, and Samuel Peter. Despite never winning a title, McClellan did defeat former champions and top contenders in Michael Grant, Lance Whitaker, Al Cole, and Shannon Briggs. Jamil, welcome to KMA Talk Radio. Hey, how you doing today, guys and lady? Hello, how are you? Good morning. Uh, very good. Doing well. I'm doing well. So I, I, I am still a champion, just not a world champion. I am Jamil McCline, former heavyweight champion. I just can't say former world heavyweight champion, right. but yeah. I still fought the best. I do see. I still see. fought the best on the planet. I do say here it says you were the WBC Continental America's heavyweight champion in 01, the WBO heavyweight champion, and the NABO heavyweight champion in 2006. That's, uh, that's, so those, those, are still, those are still titles, you know. I still get to walk around with the gold. So. Yeah, you do, <laughs> right. did, did you keep the actual belt? Did they give you the physical belt? Did you keep the belt? So, so typically how it works is, so when you see guys walk into the ring and they win the uh, and they have their title, so when you win the t- say I am the defending champion and I lose my title to the challenger, the challenger gets to parade that title until five a.m. and then the commissioner comes in and grabs his title back and returns it back to the former ch- now the now former champion, and you receive yours by uh, Brinks uh, five six ten days later. He gets oh, to parade around okay. till 5 a.m. That is and so wild. So then does he get a new, they make a new one for him? So, the, so, so yes. So I am the new champion. Yes, my, my new belt, I will receive that via uh, Brinks. Uh, I, I got them via Brinks, you know, they delivered them, you know, because it's real gold and real plated and real emerald. <laughs> how, much, how much gold? In that? I mean, does anybody know what the little, like, Jewelry jewel value of the belt is no, you know. So I never, I never uh, uh, found, never weighed it or anything like right. that. But I do know that I do know that I peeled off a, a jewel once during some rough times. So and it got me through a, like a two month period. So. Wow! Oh, so it, it's worth it's worth a pretty penny then. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. Well, they delivered yeah. it by Brinks. Right. Ar- I, I know, I'm, yeah. I'm saying to myself, instead of having a guy parade this somebody else's belt right. till 5 a.m., they should just have like the temporary belt made right. that they give to the, the guy who wins. And when the Brinks delivers his belt, they take a temporary one back. But I guess it must be that expensive that well, they don't want to hoard a temporary yeah, belt. Well, yeah. Well, what what happens if you know the champion wins? Now you made another belt that costs X amount. and Well, they just make one. Use. They keep it in rotation forever. For the history well, of boxing, his name is on it as well. Oh no, but that's what I'm saying. His name Their is name on is... it, so they make one with no name yeah, yeah. on it. 
Uh, and that's the one they just rotate out and they lend out anytime somebody wins until the right belt gets there. What happens and if they, they lose the champion's belt <laughs> between then and five yeah, I don't know. That's I don't know if you know who <laughs> runs the boxing the boxing world, but yeah, it's not the Boy Scouts, right? <laughs> <laughs> they will kill you. Okay. Well, I mean, I, my question for Jamil is, I mean, maybe you can help me out because, like, look, I, I like boxing. I like good matches. I grow. I grew up watching some of the best boxing ever between Hitman Hearns and Hagler and Sugar Ray and um, and that whole genre there. And um, I can't understand today what the titles are, what the title is, who, who wins what. I mean, it seems to me like they got eight million titles. Can is there like a, a, a Cliff Notes version of what you know what the top title is, what, what everybody's contending for, how these titles work now? Well, okay, I'll give you a quick uh, rundown. So you have what you have three three major belts. And then there is a fourth belt that makes uh, that will allow um, the holder of that belt to earn a uh, earn a decent living. Um, so you have the WBC, which is the lineage belt. The WBC is World Boxing Council, and that is the belt that we all saw: Jack Johnson, Rocky Marciano, uh, Graciano, all these guys parading around. That is the lineage. That is the oldest sanctioning body in the world: the WBC. Then you have the second oldest WB, uh, uh, sanctioning body in the world, which is the WBA, which is the World Boxing Association. Now, their belt is worth money as well. When I say worth money as well, what, I, what that means is, you know, you could still, as a heavyweight, you win that title. You could still make a million a fight with that belt. With the WBC belt, you can probably make two million a fight, you know, okay. depending on who your opponent is. Wow. Interesting. But but so is then, there yeah. any relevance to them, or is it just different? What was the reason they have different organizations? Yeah, for different government. Well, bodies. the reason why they had different organizations, it's obviously money. I mean, the more the more organizations, the more opportunities to make money. Now, the most important thing to do is unify those titles. Like uh, like uh, Floyd Mayweather, he unified every all the titles. That means he held the B A B O B C and B F. He had, he held every title. That means he was, uh, you know, king, you know, he was the king. Uh, Lennox Lewis was the last, Lennox Lewis, Vladimir Klitschko were the last heavyweights to hold all titles. And, and uh, so that, that's when you, then that's when you're looking at 20 million a fight when you hold, or, or minimum, I'm sorry, minimum, because Floyd Whitney did something different than anyone has ever seen in the heavyweight uh, in boxing history with 300 million a fight because every every organization what? is contributing to the prize pool is that what it is well not that everyone it, 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 no actually it's the other way around actually the the, the organizations make money huh. they don't give money to anyone so they want to be a part of getting in the right. getting all the money out wow. of it oh. correct Correct. I, I realized there is so much I didn't know about boxing. So, Jamil, we're, we're, uh, oh, we got to take a break. Yeah, oh, just that. getting good. I know. Every I know. Time. I was waiting for that. Uh, we have to take a short break. When we come back, we will be talking more with Jamil McCline, uh, champion title, multiple champion title boxer, and uh, didn't start boxing until he was 25 years old. Really? Started yeah. oh, late. Wow. So, also fought a lot of interesting guys, and I'm gonna have to. We're gonna find out after the break who hit the hardest. That is really what we're. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> See, Ooh. there you go. Now you can think about it now during you can the think next about three it minutes. Break. Yeah. Who uh, hit the hardest? And, and, and no, and no, <laughs> ex, and no, ex, and no ex-girlfriends count. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky-shade-grown Habano wrapper. From the legendary Jalapa Valley, producing small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-bodied cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. Make sure you try all of Coldwell's lines, including Long Live the King, Blind Man's Bluff, and Eastern Standard, which were all awarded 91 ratings by Cigar Affectionado and Cigar Snob. Do not forget the 93-rated King is Dead, which earned a spot in the top 25 cigars of the year last year by Cigar Affectionado. You can find more information by following Caldwell Cigar Company on Facebook. If you're not running with us, run from us. We own the night. Caldwell Cigar Company. Cigar Enthusiasts. Did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. If you had to pack a go-bag, what would go in it? For Pepe Mendez, it was his rare Pilotico tobacco seeds, which he personally carried to the Dominican Republic half a century ago. In tribute, we introduced the Monte Cristo Pilotico Pepe Mendez, a robust cigar with nutty, leathery notes and a slow burn that marks the rebirth of a golden age. Try the new Monte Cristo at your local cigar lounge, and you may want to pack one to go, too. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. CLE Cigar Company presents CLE Cigars, Eroa Cigars, and Asylum Cigars. With four generations and over 120 years of experience in tobacco, from seed to smoke, these cigars are produced in Honduras and Nicaragua with the utmost care and precision possible. CLE Cigar Company introduces a vast array of tobaccos, 
in various sizes to bring the highest quality of premium tobacco direct for your enjoyment. Visit CLECigars.com for more information. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe and KMA's Mistress of Morning Radio, Erica Danielle. Good morning. I'm and here. we are talking with former professional boxer champion. I just want to make sure I get this out before we get in depth. If Errol does come back, don't wait for the break. We'll bring yes. the coffee Send in. them in door, with the coffee. Door may be okay. opened. Yeah, dude, don't <laughs> wait for the next break. I'm telling you right now before we get in, in depth into this segment. Yeah, I'm afraid to walk around barefoot here now. Oh, you'll well, live. You why would you be. walk yeah, around barefoot you, here anyway? You, have you looked at this carpeting? <laughs> I don't want to know where this carpeting is. They're making a lot of changes. That'll go this soon. This carpeting has 42 different stains just in a one-by-one <laughs> patch. And you want to walk barefoot on this carpeting? I'm just saying. You, and, you're better off getting in the ring with Jamil. Oh, God, I would I would be dead <laughs> in a minute. You, you, yeah. know, you catch something walking on this rug. Pretty sure all of us. <laughs> Very much so. Take it. <laughs> so before we went to break, I had asked Jamil, okay, Jamil, who... Punched the hardest. Who hit the hardest? You've had some time to think about well, it. What is the answer to that? Well, I didn't really need any uh, time to think about it. Well, I, I've boxed everyone, and mm-hmm. you. Well, when I say everyone, I mean either I uh, either I uh, box them in the uh, in the gym, or I fought them from nineteen ninety from nineteen ninety six all the way through two thousand twelve. So anybody who was anybody, I saw in the ring uh, at one time or another. Uh, either uh, practicing or or, or professionally, um, and I think Shannon Briggs was the hardest puncher, bar none, until yeah. the until the until the current WBC heavyweight champion world, Deontay Wilder. I was retired. I retired in 2012, but uh, I still I was in shape, so I still went and I worked with the pros. You know, I work with guys like Vladimir Klitschko, Vitaly Klitschko, Deontay Wilder, Jonathan. Fenn. I would just travel the world and just still work out because that's what I did. And it's very difficult to find guys that can, that can, that you, that can. I always tell it's very. There's, there's, there's not a lot of us. So, and by uh, us, I would get a lot of calls. Right. There's not a lot of guys. Yes, there's thousands and thousands of heavyweights, but there's not a lot of us who can box at the absolute best in world level is what i mean so uh, when i was called i i was called in to work with a guy named he was a young guy at the time in 2012 2013 i'm sorry uh his name was deontay wilder and uh once i got um i remember i came home and i uh i told my wife i was like i'm not going to box the pros anymore she says to me why and i said because it hurts <laughs> he goes <laughs> he goes, but didn't it always hurt? And I'm like, no, it didn't always hurt. This last guy I was with, it hurt. This guy punches so hard. He is the current uh, WBC uh, heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay Wilder. The kid Did, is just. He, he just had a fight in, in August for the title, right? What was it? August or July? Who was that? Uh, Deontay. Uh, I think it was just two, maybe three weeks ago. Well, yeah, it was sometime not that long ago. Yeah, wow. July. Yeah, two weeks ago. I think it was two, <laughs> two, two, three. Yeah, he knocked the kid out in the first round. He's wow. got. You think he's like thirty-eight wins with like thirty-seven knockouts? Well, let me ask you on the other side of that, Jamil. Who'd you get in the ring with 
And I said, whoa, okay. this guy's got pillow hands. Okay. So this guy got what? Pillow hands. Pillow hands. <laughs> oh, uh, there was a couple guys. The one, there was a couple guys. Pillow hands meaning they can't punch. It's soft. Yeah, they were soft hitters. <laughs> you never... There was a guy named Charles. There was a guy named Charles Shuford who I thought he, he looked like he was. And it was a really interesting. It was a very interesting uh, story with Charles Shuford. Charles Shuford and I were the last two fighters in the world to try out for George Foreman in the Alley movie with with Will Smith. Oh. So, wow. And we, it, was, it was just he and I, the last ones that they they scoured the planet, and it was just he and I. And uh, he won me. He he beat me out for the part, so he played. Charles Shuford played uh, uh, George Foreman in the Alley movie uh, uh, next to uh, Will Smith, and um, and I remember he got the part. What anyway? I fought him a few years later, and I remember saying, "You beat me out once, and you're not going to beat me again." And the interesting thing was Will Smith was ringside when I knocked him out in the second round. So. Really? How cool was that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and so he, he could not punch. So I did not. I didn't even like defend myself. I just stayed right in his face and just kind of, and just kind of did what I had to do to get him out of there. Wow, very nice. Maybe it's a girl thing, but I just have no desire to be punched by anybody ever. <laughs> just can't. Yeah. Well, I don't have a desire to be punched either. It well, just, I'm just saying, like, just these happens. guys get in there and they <gasps> really get, like, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I see those fights and, you know, what's the one where they really, there's really, like, no rules? Ultimate fighting? Well, that's 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 MMA. MMA that. is very brutal. And for, for, for a fighter to say brutal, I mean, I'm a fighter. For me to say that's... That's just a very brutal. Right, I watch them, and then there's women who I'm like, oh my gosh, you're just, just they're just destroying each other, you know, like really. You can make really. a good living. So no, there's nothing yeah, worth well, that, you know. And actually, you know what, the MMA. I remember a few several years back, one of the top MMA guys. I'm like, hey man, you know, we're talking. And, yeah, how much do you make in a fight? And he was like, gives me a number, and I'm like. No way. You're joking, right? I'm like, I spend that in training camp. Like, that's what I spend right. to get ready. Wow. See, it's like down in, you know what I mean? I feel, yeah, like, I feel so. like it's a street thing, you know? It's not as, you know. So oh, there, there's a lot of money in MMA. It just all goes to the big boss. Right. Absolutely. There you go. So, Jamil, there's been a lot of discussions over the last couple of years how there hasn't really been a fighter like they had in the 80s or the 90s. There's no Mike Tyson out there right now. There's no headline-grabbing guy that's coming up. And it's like people are saying that, Boxing has kind of fallen off, or it's fallen on hard times, and hasn't been as popular as it is. Well, how do you feel about the current state of boxing as a whole? Okay, so, you know, my argument to that uh, oftentimes is, I mean, yeah, they say we're having a rough time, but for the years 11, 12, 13, and 14, the two highest-paid athletes on the planet were Mayweather and Pacquiao. So... If we are falling on hard times, then how is that possible when we're bringing in the most money, the most shows, and, and the most uh, uh, the most revenue? It doesn't really make sense to me. But I will admit that MMA has definitely uh, uh, um, found its way into our fan base and chipped away at our fan base, and and we didn't have that exciting fighter like uh, Tyson Holyfield, uh, you know. Um, you know, 
Sugar Ray, you know, Ali. We didn't have that. And um, I tried to be that, but it was, you know, it was hard. <laughs> Jamil, did you, did, you, did you really feel that Tyson was an exciting fighter? Tyson was the type of fighter that very early in my career when they asked me to go and train with him and training camp, I said, no, not, I'm, I'm, there's no reason for me to go. He's going to ruin my career. I mean, and, yeah. and I could say that, I could say that without being, you know, I could say that very humbly and very honestly. Listen, he was a career destroyer. That's just what he did. He just destroyed guys. So we decided not to go to training camp with him. And, Good move. Uh, he was he was that he he was that exciting yes i mean i didn't i mean i i know he was a powerhouse of a boxer i know he was a beast of a boxer but i remember that era of watching his fights every fight was like such a letdown or a disappointment because it was like a one round fight or a three round fight you know um oh and, i see you know as you as, 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 a, as a fan as a fan watching boxing there was no era like you know, you know the the, the, the uh, Sugar the tw- Ray, or, the twelve rounder, right? Or, or, or the Holyfield um, uh, Foreman fights, or you know, I mean, I remember. I mean, that thing went twelve rounds. Like those hits were heard around the world. It oh, wasn't I mean, the excitement that oh my, who's going to win this? Yeah, I, I did enjoy watching Tyson fight as a fan. Right, it really wasn't entertainment, and so, so I, I, all I heard from fans were too people who went and got these tickets, went to Vegas or pay per view, and they got like. Ninety seconds of pay per view, right? Right. You know, of main, a main, main. That's a dollar a minute, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, he oh. was definitely that. He was definitely. You could definitely mark him up as definitely one of the top twenty-five greatest uh, draws. Let's use that word, draws of all time. So, Jimmy, let me ask you. Oftentimes, you know, you, since you've fought, met all of these different guys, all you fought all of them. Was there ever one guy who stands out who you just thought, man, this guy's got it? And he's going to be great, but just never got there. Just never put it together. Just had. Oh my, oh my gosh! There was this kid named Maurice Harris up in New Jersey, up in Newark, New Jersey. He is the greatest, greatest, greatest fighter of all time that never made it. I mean, wow. he had it all. He could punch. He was tall. He was good looking. He he had an amazing jab. He had beautiful legs. He could wow. move. He could float. But he just couldn't get out of his way. He, he just couldn't get, like, he just could not. And the whole world knows, like, the inside boxing world, because he went to all the gyms and all the training and all the work, you know. Uh, he was just, I, and I remember I learned uh, when I first started, he was, like, in the gym with us. And, you know, he just used to just destroy me for two, three years straight, you know. And even when I made it to the top, I would bring him in because he was a good friend and, you know, I learned a lot from him from the very beginning, and I felt like I was doing him like uh, like a favor, bring him in, give him a salary for six, seven, eight weeks, however long the camp is. And uh, I don't even then, when I, even then, I still had trouble with him. It was just he was just the greatest, Maurice Harris. Yes, mm. yes, good to know. Never, wow. never got out of his way. So he he just what he didn't know how to do the business side of it, or he just had personal demons and and just. Could make, personal I mean, demons. Okay. The, the business side, personal demons. I mean, he beat. I mean, he he did get a few good wins. He beat Larry Holmes. He beat Thunder. He beat some good names, you know. But never, never even got to the. Never got to where he needed to be. Not to the big show. That's that's unfortunate. Correct. Well, 
Fascinating. Yeah. Definitely fascinating yeah. discussion. So, so you know, in in, in 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 this career, you know, it's all it's not long. You know, I started late, but I did uh, I did fight for eighteen years. You know, I ended up fighting in Russia, Switzerland, Germany, Mexico, Poland, oh. Austria. <laughs> uh, 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 Madison Square Garden four times, and you know, being from Manhattan, born and raised in Manhattan, it was just amazing. I mean, fighting at the Garden was like so. The first the time I, re- I remember the first time. Oh, it was in, it was just uh, just. I remember the first time I was we're walking through there. You know, the cameras are on you, and they go walk. And that means okay, it's time for you to walk to the ring. And I'm walking, we're walking from the dressing room, you know, feeling good, I'm ready for my fight, let's go, let's go, let's go. And and uh, when I get to the actual arena with behind the curtains, I, I come past the curtains, I froze. I couldn't move, like I felt like my feet were in cement, and I was just <laughs> stuck. And I was like, what's and then my trainer, he puts his hand, he puts his two fingers in my mouth, and he pulls me to the right and I'm looking at him and he's like, get it together. Let's go. Cause I was stuck thinking, Oh my gosh, all these people in this room, how am I going to breathe for 12 rounds with all these people breathing and taking my oxygen? Billy Joel calls it the the best arena. With all these people breathing. Billy Joel calls it the best arena in the world. Wow. And taking my oxygen. (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking, but I I panicked. That's so great. yeah, we're going to take a short you break. Yeah, uh, when we come back, we're going to have more with Jamil Klein, former professional boxer. <laughs> Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Palapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Carrojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. When Dominican passion, artistry, and skill combine with 114 years of family legacy, you don't just have a cigar. You have the cigar. Whether you love the mild, flavorful La Aurora 1987 Connecticut, the spicy 1962 Corojo, or the always smooth, sweet La Aurora 1903 Cameroon, you aren't just enjoying a part of history. You're lighting your own legacy, flavor, value, family. Be a part of something. Look to the lion. Smoke La Aurora. We are Dominican defined. Congratulations, champ, on winning your exhibition fight. What are you going to do to celebrate? I'm going to smoke one of these amazing Leaf by Oscar cigars. You mean Leaf by Oscar? That's what I said, Leaf by Oscar. It's called Leaf by Oscar. And yes, they are amazing cigars. See, now you're making me mad. I just want to enjoy my Leaf by Oscar cigar, but you're making fun of me. It's called Leaf by Oscar. That's two knockouts. Now I get to smoke two Leaf by Oscar cigars. That's Leaf by Oscar. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. 
and I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. To affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand, and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zycar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Zycar for life. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, my caffeinated host, Honest Abe. This is a TV show. Is it TV show? Isn't it? Colin, what is it? He thinks it's Big Love, but I think... It is a, Big Love. It is, it is Big Love. It, it, it was one of the renditions of Big Love. They had, they had two renditions. Yeah, because there was a different there they, was a different intro song in the beginning. It was they like had two Beach different Boys. versions. This is one of the versions. Great call, Colin. And let me tell you something. It was an off. Did you watch Big Love? Great show, man. played it for too long. Because yeah, then we'll get cut off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that right. Yeah, that's a whole thing right now. With Big Facebook. love about a polygamist family up in uh, yeah, Utah. Yeah. Oh, what if you play with, a song? Uh, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Yeah. Bill May Paxton. he rest in peace. He, yeah. He, oh, that's right. Yeah. Heart attack, right? Yeah. Uh, no heart surgery. Oh, heart. No surgery. way, really? Yeah. That was a uh, June or something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, where have I been? That I only watched like the Dancing. first two seasons of that show, but it was Singing. good. It was great. It was a really good. It show. was great. Oh, I had no idea. By the way, I, I'd like to give a sitting ovation to our man Errol. Oh, yeah, yes. Errol brought coffee. He's Thank you for the coffee, Errol. Appreciate Errol, you it. Just... Uh, which brings me to my next question with our guest, uh, Jamil McCline. Jamil, what's your favorite television show? <laughs> uh, we were talking about TV. I'm segueing. It's a segue. MS, MS, MSNBC. 
Uh, see, <laughs> he's watching the Rachel Maddow. Listen, I, I'd like to find yeah, out. Jamil, you, you got? I'm a political junkie. I'm, well, it's just, I'm just addicted to it. It's horrible. Yeah, I hate politics, but politics is always ends up in an argument. So yeah, why bother? Yeah, you know, <laughs> it really does. It does. It always ends up in an argument with somebody. But you, you, I want to bring up something that we talked about earlier and never kind of got into. You know, you started boxing at the age of 25, and that's, that's, a, that's a lot, pretty late. A, a lot of guys who really do this professionally, they start at 15, yeah, I mean, 16. Why, what right. happened at 25 yeah. that, that you decided to get into boxing? Well, <laughs> well, okay, so now here comes the juicy stuff. So when I was 19 years old, well, you know, I, was, I grew up in New York. I, I grew up in orphanage. You know, I was... Uh, you know, I was, um, since I was seven years old, I was in orphanage. So, you know, I grew up on the rough side. Uh, and, um, you know, I was a, a, what we called a gunslinger back in those days. Um, uh, I was in the streets, you know, I was slinging, slinging drugs, whatever, and living a rough life. At eight, 19 years old, I ended up in prison for five years. So I was oh, in prison wow. from, 90, from 89 to 94. You know, I was 19 to 24, you know, it was, uh, prison was, uh, very, very, very interesting to say the least, <laughs> especially at that age. Um, uh, I remember the first time, uh, one of the old timers, we called them old timers. Yeah. He comes, you know, I'm, I'm couldn't have been in more than four months, you know, once I'm through the, you know, through the system and I'm okay uh, in my facility, which was Attica. And the old man comes wow. up to me and he goes, he goes, Hey man. Grow some hair on that pretty face. And let me tell you something, I don't think I shaved for another four years. Man. Wow. But he was a good old guy letting me know, listen, you know, you, you know, grow some hair on that face. You look like a little, you know, a little uh, freshling here. You're, so. too, you're right. too pretty. Yeah, you look too pretty. Yeah, exactly. Wow. You're too pretty. Grow some hair on that face. So, wow. You know, um, Prison was uh, challenging. Prison was challenging for me uh, only because I spoke differently than most of the guys, and I understood things a little differently than most guys. I was well read before I went in, and you know, even though I was in the streets, I was, you know, you know, I was, you know, I did two years of college, you know, doing all that gunslinging. Believe it or not, I had like this double life. It was kind of crazy, where you know, you know, during the uh, fall, uh, during the uh, spring break and the winter break, I'm home on the streets, slinging my guns, slinging drugs, and then I'm back in. Only on the college. Hey, let's go to class. You know. That sounds anyway, like a, so, That sounds like an after school so, special movie in the making, right there. Oh yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> so then uh, I ended up. Uh, uh, so a lot of guys thought I was like an easy target. Don't know why. I guess it was the way I just looked at things. And listen, okay, you step on my sneakers, big deal. So what? All right, it's not. A, so what? Okay, no problem. And then the guys like, oh man, he let this guy step on his sneakers. He's a punk. And then they would try me, and then they would have to get it. So I ended up doing 14 months in solitary confinement. Oh, my oh. gosh. So I, I, was in, I was in solitary confinement in a box for 14 months, and that was because... Wait, all at one time? Violent, like 14 all months? straight. Oh, oh my gosh. How'd you not go insane? Oh, my gosh. Ah! Yeah, I would lose <laughs> my mind. What did you so, do? So, Nothing. Well, I, I was deemed... <laughs> I was deemed a violent inmate, but I was just really protecting myself. One sergeant did say, 
Hey, man, I see how these guys come at you. I understand, but, you know, rules are rules. You just can't go cracking people in the head. You just can't go cracking open skulls and cutting people. And I was just like, I'm just defending myself. So then he goes, I know, I, I see it. But anyway, so I, we got so go ahead. I have a, well, my, my question is really just, so is boxing something you did before you got, I mean, no, you had street skill, obviously, but did you, is it something you did prior to going in there and, you know, and then in practice and then got out and was like, I'm going to make something of this? Or did you no, perfect your skills no, while no, you were actually, in there? I, actually, when I got out, uh, uh, I was just in the gym, a workout gym in Staten Island. Some guy comes up to me and says, hey, man, you want to be a boxer? And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> All right. He goes, here's, he goes, here's, he goes, here's my card. This is a true story. Here's my card. Give me a call and we'll talk about it. So he goes, no, he goes, here's my card. Give me a call. We'll go to Peter Luger's and we'll talk Ooh. about it. Oh, I've heard about this place now. Peter this Luger's. is like the third time. I love Peter Luger's. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's yes. right. So, <laughs> it's the steakhouse. So now, now, now I go to uh, the guy who owned the gym when we were pals. And I said, hey, man, this guy wants to take me to Peter Luger's. Talk about boxing. He goes, first of all, what do you know about boxing? Second of all, Peter Luger's is the greatest, greatest steakhouse in the country, in the city. And I said, and I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, I just got out of the joint just four months ago. Right. I haven't had a steak since I was, like, 18. I'm 25. Let me go get a steak. Right. <laughs> At least I get a good meal out of right. this. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's how it happened. So wow. I never touched a weight. I mean, never touched a boxing glove until I was 25. Fantastic. This has and, been a – hold that thought for me, Camille. And I have an – Hold that, thought from, um, hold that thought from me. I'm up against a hard out. Uh, we have to take a quick yep. break, and we're going to come back after the long break here with more with Jamil uh, to talk about what's life been like after boxing. And cigars. When he got into cigars. And cigars, what yes. some of his, what he When he likes to smoke, you know, what brought him to the world of cigars. It'll be a really interesting and even more fascinating discussion that we've had. Uh, it's been a really great interview, and there will be more of it all right here on KMA Talk Radio Broadcasting Live. Keep it lit. Do you love delicious beer? Do you love delicious cigars? Well, we have the perfect cigar for you. The Quesada Keg, a savory Nicaraguan cigar draped in a beautiful Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper and packed in wooden barrels. The Quesada Keg was blended to pair with the traditional Irish stouts we all love to enjoy on St. Patrick's Day. Available in three tasty sizes. The Quesada Keg is available for a limited time only. So grab one today before they sell out. The Quesada Keg, the perfect cigar to pair with with beer. The all-new Scores Palm Beach. Come be a part of the world-famous Gentleman's Club's new look. A new year brings a new addition to South Florida. Scores Palm Beach. Offering a free lunch buffet Monday through Thursday with $5 prime rib on Friday. Two-for-one drinks till 7 p.m. Scores Palm Beach. VIP seating and second-floor skybox suites. Full liquor, full nude until 5 a.m. 3174 Lake Worth Road, just west of Congress on Lake Worth Road. For more info, call 649-2000 or at scorespalmbeach.com. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Paramore to get you back in this, the second hour of KMA Talk Radio. Here broadcasting live, I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, television fiend himself, Honest Dave. Yes. And factoids, television factoids. The, yes, the Mistress of Morning Radio, Erica Danielle. Good morning, everyone. I have a question for Jamil. 
from one of our... Um, we are um, talking to Jamil, Jamil Klein, former professional boxer. Yes. He's been our guest and still here with us. I'm a little off with my intro, sorry. It's okay. It's a long night. Yes. But Jamil, I got a question that I've been trying to squeeze in here from one of our fans. He, sure. He wanted to know, in your opinion, who you think would win between uh, Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua? Oh, definitely Deontay Wilder. Anthony Joshua is a great fighter, um, um, but uh, um, um, Deontay Wilder is the reason why I decided to not box heavyweights anymore. The, the power <laughs> that man, that the power that man That's possesses, saying something is insane. Well, that, that question and came from our, a great, and he's got a great jab. He's long. He's a good fighter. Well, that question came from our longtime KMA uh, listener Bob Langmead. So, Bob, now you know. There you go. Yes, you do, That's Bob. It, all about it. <laughs> so, uh, Jamil, at what point did you get into the cigar lifestyle, and when did you become a regular cigar smoker? So, I think I got into the cigar lifestyle. You know, the, to me, the cigar lifestyle is, you know, when I was, you know, traveling the world, and you know, it was this big shot, you know, guy, at least big shot in my head, you know, <laughs> <laughs> spending money, I spending money I shouldn't have been spending. Right. Um. Back in, I think, the early 2000s, but I became a regular smoker about, when I say regular, I mean like a stick a day, uh, uh, about five five years ago. And it got to the point to where when I walk through the door, the first thing my wife says is, in the shower, clothes off. As a matter of fact, I came I in that. pretty late the other night. You get, you get that. I do get that. <laughs> I, that's what I have to do every time. I come, I come home after smoking cigars. Yeah, that's just that's just that's just her polite way to make you take a shower, Paul. <laughs> so, you know, Are you saying he does it normally? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, we're just picking on our producer. Yeah. So the word on the street, Jamil, is that you smoke now what two to three cigars a day? Uh, I smoke one to two a day. All right. What's what's your staple cigars? What what are you what what's what's your all time favorite? Some of your all time favorites in in your day-to-day go-to your rock-solid choices? My day-to-day go-to is the Lito Gomez uh, small batch. Uh, uh, small batch. I like the uh, Tatuaje um, uh, Grand Cojones. I like the uh, Tatuaje um, TAA. Um, those are the, those are my, like, go-to sticks. I don't like you know. Well, I don't really deviate from that. Tatuaje TA only comes out once a year. How could that be? Where you get like fifty boxes, so you have enough until next year. Uh, yeah, we get a bunch. My man, Vinny. My man, Vinny over at Smoke In uh, keeps me uh, quite supplied. <laughs> yeah. We're good, good man. Good man. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> So, Jamil, what else? What does a retired boxer do other than smoke cigars and hang out? What does your day-to-day life look like now? Well, well. <laughs> so, um, I do own a boxing gym in Boca Raton called Big Time Boxing and Fitness. You know, Big Time because my name was Jamil Big Time McCline when I fought. It right so the we are Big Time Boxing and Fitness. We are geared to train anyone from the average soccer mom all the way through your your top athlete in the world, be it a, uh, be it a, uh, a, a baseball player, football player, uh, 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 downhill skier. I mean, we have equipment that trains, uh, and we focus on 
um, uh, some of the best athletes uh, in the world, but we also cater to the uh, soccer mom um, crowd as well. Well, I'll be seeing you. Cool. I'll be seeing you. I'm in Boca all the time. (laughs) And it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. It's not just boxing, but it's hitting the bags and getting your heart rate up and jumping rope, and then we'll put you on, you know, on some of our other machines and really show you what it's like to uh, be a professional athlete, and then people walk out with an appreciation of uh, what it's like to be a professional athlete at any, any sport, boxing, football, baseball, skiing. Um, and then in addition to that, um, I am uh, the vice president of um, business development for CDK Medical Development. We are a healthcare investment and development group. Oh. So I stay busy. So I stay very busy. I, I also see in my notes here you ran for Congress in 2004. Yeah. What uh, What compelled <laughs> you to run for no, Congress? No, 2014. 2014. Oh, 2014. That's a typo. Thanks, yeah. Brian. Oops. Can, can you run for Congress if you've been incarcerated? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess in this can government, yeah, we've already had, yeah, what am I talking about? Can you run for Congress as an ex-con? Yes, you can run for Congress as an ex-con. You cannot run for uh, United States Senate as an ex-con, but you can run for Congress See, as the, an ex-con. It's because the Senate's the other way around. They become ex-cons after they become in the Senate. <laughs> I was waiting that's, if we were going to get a joke about that. Yeah, game. that's how they balance that. See, you become a senator, and eventually you become an ex-con. So what, what, what compelled you to run for Congress? Well, I'm politically, you know, I've always, yeah. like I said, you know, Your coming favorite. from where I come from, Coming from where I come from, you know, the downtrodden, you know, I was uh, an orphan, orphanage, uh, wasn't orphaned, but I was in orphanage. And, uh, you know, it was just, uh, I had a really rough upbringing, so I, I always fight for the small guy, you know, I always fought, fought for the little guy. So that's really what motivated my run for Congress, was thinking that I could do something. Because I, I always, you know, um, donate my resources, whether it's, you know, finances, my time, or right. some uh, connections I may have to help people in the community. You know, I just always end, find myself giving sometimes more than what I have. Are you going to do it again? Are you going to run again or in the future run for anything <laughs> else? I might run for something locally, but I will not because I spent a lot of money in, when I ran for United States Congress. I spent over $325,000 of my own money. And the only reason why I did that was because once you start, you can't get out. Right. And, uh, once you, and, you know, I ran against a guy who was in office for 20 years. And, uh, but, you know, to answer your question, I don't think so. Only because the, 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 the climate has changed so much. It's the, the, the vitriol, the, 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 the rhetoric. It's just, it, it, it's, it's just, it's, it's unlike anything I've ever seen in my lifetime in politics. So, no, I will not be running, but I will still do other do things for the community. Right. As, yes, I will still, yeah. I think that that, that's fantastic. That I think is more effective anyway. Yeah, it is. I was going to say you're probably going to get a lot farther that way anyway, and it's more genuine, and and you're going to touch a lot more people, you know, in that way, help them out. Jamil, you mentioned you were married earlier. Do you have children? I am married. I have uh, three daughters. Um, uh, uh, um. I have two daughters with my ex-wife, and my oldest daughter uh, lives up in New Jersey. She goes to Rutgers University, so I'm very proud of that and very proud of her, and uh, she's doing really well. We're talking about her doing um, her master's in Germany. Ooh, wow. It was was my my suggestion. Actually, I 
I wanted her to go to to Austria for her masters, but she wanted to do Germany. Only because I spent so much time in Europe, I just think it's just fabulous. It's amazing over there. To say I studied there. Yeah. The question question I like to ask you, because especially as as a guy who played former football, and I have a young son at three, and I I, I never forget to ask Mike Dicka this, and he said about his grandson, would you, the sport of boxing, you know, would you want your son or your grandson, um, say per se, at some point in life, uh, was starting to get interested in the sport of boxing? Was it something you'd want to, you know, influence him to partake in, or would you discourage it? And you have a three-year-old son, you said? I have a three-year-old son. I mean, there was an interview with Mike Dicka in, in, in uh, Real Sports, I think it was, and... and because look, football is damaging a lot of kids, and they're now they're showing a lot of the the post playing trauma. and And I, I remember they asked Mike Dicka about how he felt that the sport was safe or not. And, you know, Mike Dicka said, "Look, I've been in football my whole life; it's ingrained in my blood. But if you ask me if I want one of my grandkids playing football, I'd say probably not. You know, and you know, obviously, me who played football for many years. I, I there's a part of me who would love to see my son on the field and and playing the sport. And of course, my wife's not." No. for it or thrilled right. about it but you know with all the things going on I, I just even myself I'm a little conflicted whether maybe that's not a great sport for a young man to get into nowadays I was wondering how your feelings were about boxing if you had a son or a grandson is, is it something that you would encourage him to take part or do you have concerns about the long-term effects of getting hit regularly in the head and how that may affect you know somebody's health so I kind of, I, I agree with you. You know, I would love, there's a part of me who would love to see, you know, you know, let's use my nephew who started to gain a lot of interest in the gym. and you know, But then, you know, it's a tough gig. You know, mm-hmm. fighting is a, fighting is a tough gig. And, and, and then I'll use me as a prime example for the, I mean, because now they say, oh, you know, with, with, with uh, football, you know, he's concussed this weekend, so he can't play until Thursday. I mean, my God, I was concussed thousands of times. I mean, con- concussed is what? When, uh, I construe that as when you're, when you're smashed hard enough where you kind of lose your equilibrium. And I mean, that happened to me five times a day, literally, right. you know, so, so I just, I mean, no, because I wouldn't want because sometimes you know you do have the, the there are there are effects there are after adverse effects like I'll give you an example like you know I fall into depressions I mm. I uh, I you know I'll 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 just you know disassociate from my complete surroundings for weeks at a time and people are like where are you what are you doing and I'm just like listen I I don't know what I'm doing I'm just dealing with I don't even know what I'm dealing with but I'm right. dealing with something. And I just think that um, I I know it's from boxing. How do you not? How could you? I mean, how could you sustain thousands of right. concussions and right. not and not have some kind of effect somewhere along the line, down the line? So yeah, no, I wouldn't want to see my. Now that I talk it out, no, I wouldn't right. want my 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 any of my family to to deal with that or suffer that. It's it's horrible. It's it's horrible. So you you, you do know, have um, some personal yeah. you do have some personal concerns about your own well being after all these years. Oh yeah, absolutely. hundred uh, percent I do. hundred uh, percent I do because like I said, you know, I'll I'll 
go into I'll fall into these deep life is great. I live on the water, the beautiful wife, she's a doctor, everything is wow. great. And then you fall into these deep depressions. So and why does that happen? I think it's from what do they, what do they call it? CT. Yep. CTS. CTE. Yeah. yeah. CTE. All right. I think. Right. Um, We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we will have a quick, brief segment with Jamil, and then we'll have the scoop with Coop. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Undercrown Shade, a true Drew experience. Make your next bold journey an epic one. When it comes to cigars, only one brand delivers intense, unforgettable experiences, Camacho. In continuing this fearless tradition, Camacho brings you the newest addition to its arsenal of badass, the new Camacho BXP. Intense, box-pressed, and crafted with rugged American broadleaf fillers from Pennsylvania. Available in Connecticut, Corojo, and Ecuador. Outfit your next bold journey with the new Camacho BXP. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Palapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. To Affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. 
I can barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning. My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. Lights, camera, action. Real Clips Barbershop brings you all that is good about old-school barbershops in a new cinematic-themed environment. Whether you need a traditional cut, fade, blowout, or even a straight razor hot towel shave, our master barbers will get you right. All while enjoying iconic scenes from some of your favorite movies. Right from our video screens built into the mirrors. Visit RealClipsBarbershop.com. That's real, R-E-E-L, ClipsBarbershop.com for a location near you or to make an appointment. After one visit, we know you'll be back welcome back you're listening to kma talk radio follow us on facebook and twitter we're on instagram too yes it's mandatory welcome back to kma talk radio broadcasting live here in palm beach gardens florida i am adam k the brewmeister with me of course on a stage i just Got up to walk around and stretch around in a break, and my knees and ankles were making sounds like I've never heard before. I actually heard that. I swear. Yeah. Getting too old. Cracking and crunching. I'm, I'm sure. Too- I'm sure Jamil's had those mornings. And of course, our KMA's Mr. Morning Radio, Erica Danielle, cool. and we are here, here with Jamal. Jamil. Jamil. I, I know it's hard Jamil. to say Jamil. Maybe you just call him Big Time McCline. Maybe that's there just better. There you go. Big Time McCline. Yeah, I think that that's best. We'll go with that. <laughs> you can follow him on uh, Twitter, at Big Time McCline. Yes. Very cool. And uh, listen, hopefully so next time if you're you in. Follow me on, if, you, if you follow me on Twitter, it's all political and very little boxing. Uh, Let me tell you something. I have over 30,000 followers on Twitter, and I think they're mad at me because they follow me for boxing reasons, but all I talk about is politics. politics. So I never get get any likes, but whatever. They stay. Since you're so politically uh, oriented, in in, in a a 60-second summary, what's your opinion on the political state of affairs currently? Mm. Uh, yeah, only uh, I just think it's. Uh, I just think that you know, we're, in the end, <clears throat> we're all Americans. Like I'll give you an example. My dear friend uh, Vinny, uh, he's a Trump voter. I'm a, obviously was a Hillary voter, but yet we, you know, we're friends. We can still talk about our differences. We don't have to scream and yell. And just because you feel a certain way and you feel a certain way, I think that's America. That's what makes America America. The right to feel a certain way and not be persecuted for it. What I found in the current state of affairs and uh, is that you are persecuted for your feelings, whether it's the right or the left. The, the right will persecute the left, the left will persecute, and, and, and that is what I uh, hope that we can get past sooner rather than later. It, it's not getting past anywhere. They, they won't give up. I mean, look, I mean, look I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't vote for Obama. I wasn't thrilled when Obama won, but you want to know what? After he went, you know what I did the next day? I went to work. Right. You know, this is it. It's over. I my, put my pants on with, 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 with the same way. You know, my, 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 my football team lost the Super Bowl, and you know what? Went to work the next day. You know, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Everybody wants to cry and whine. And, I mean, I, I've stopped looking in social media because I can't even deal 
with all the... can't take it anymore. No, it's, it's become brutal. It's become brutal. All right, this has been KMA Talk so Radio. I, no, no, go, go ahead, Jamil. Right. Go ahead. So I have, I, I have a, uh, a, a rule. If, if you're going to comment on any of my social media, you know, because I have tens of thousands, if you're going to comment, that's fine. But please do not be disrespectful to the to anyone else's views, sure. points, or opinions. That way, we can have intellectual, produ- productive, progressive conversation. Because well, once we once we fall into the name calling, then it, the, the whole thing falls apart. Intellectual conversation. Then, then how point. do you talk to Vinny? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's yeah. a that's an inside KMA joke. But yes, must must have been said. Listen, he's, he's watching, right? I know that's why I said it. So listen, Jamil, I, I hope next time you're in the area, you stop by. We have a a cigar, and, and you and I will sit down and uh, shoot some politics. Yes, please, I'd love to, man. Absolutely, this has been Jamil, big time McCline as our guest, former professional boxer Jamil. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. Good luck, and we hope to see you around soon. And uh, best of luck with everything else you got going on. Hey, guys, thank you so much, Abe. Thank you very much. Yes. And uh, please uh, keep those great cigars coming. We brother. will, my friend. Thanks Not for coming on. Problem, thank though. you so much. Thank you. Bye. All right. Great guy. Bye-bye. Fascinating guy. Fascinating guy, man. Absolutely. Just Glad we got him on. I know. It's been uh, something we've been working on for a while and just a lot of... Have people. you seen pictures of him? Uh, no. Oh, he's huge. He's a tank. Oh, he's, I, mean, I hear he's like over six, six foot six oh, or he's something. Tank. Yeah, he's a he's a big dude. He's a big boy, and he's still in shape too. Like he, he, I guess he still works out at his gym. But he's, I bet he you has he could, one, so he probably does. Yeah, he could take somebody right now. I oh think. yeah, totally. I, would, I think I think we should do a punisher producer episode and see whether Paul could take a hit to the gut. I am not your dancing uh, monkey. Our last producer who did it, man, where's he? He, he took it for the team. Yeah, okay. He's not here, though. I, I showed him the video. <laughs> did he? Yeah. Yeah, did I've you, seen it. Did you cringe? Yeah, I can't do that. I can't do... I don't do pain. If I had taken that punch, I think I would have crapped in my pants. <laughs> uh, watching him get hit in the stomach by uh, you almost the Hebrew lose Hammer. Control. Yeah, yeah I, oh. it makes me almost want to crap in also, my pants. Also, by the way, shout out to the Hebrew Hammer, who won did in he a third-round knockout last week. I actually wow, watched dude, a little a bit of it. I saw it on HBO. Oh, He's a beast. Wow. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, it's Jamil. If you saw the fight, I mean, he the guy had Whoa. no chance. He, yeah, big yeah, boy. he destroyed him. Whoa. It was big boy. Uh, when we come back after this short but brief break, we are going to see what's the scoop with Coop in the news this week with all the latest headlines and interesting stuff happening in the news, right? Yeah, he is a good-looking guy. No wonder they told him to grow facial hair. <laughs> he's, a, he's very pretty in some of these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my good grief. This has been KMA Talk Radio. We hope you've enjoyed today's show. Uh, Jamil McClain, former professional boxer. If you missed any part of it, make sure you go back and check out the archives at kmatalkradio.com. Until we come back from this short break, keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Nestor Miranda has always believed it's not just cigars, it's a lifestyle. And the Nestor Miranda collection is handmade at My Father's Cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua for your lifestyle. It doesn't matter if you're smooth like the Connecticut, mellow as a Habano, bold like the Maduro, or spicy like the all-new Corojo. 
the Nestor Miranda Collection is blended with your lifestyle in mind. Four sizes, four blends, one life. Celebrate your lifestyle with the cigars of the Nestor Miranda Collection today. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva an unbeatable value, and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. I can barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, Anna Sane and the mistress of morning radio, Erica Daniel. And this has been... You didn't put it on here. What episode is this? 276. 276. Really? It is on there. Oh, I, I was looking at the... I, it usually is on the wheel, but... It's, Adam, I don't think it's ever been on know. the wheel. Ad, Adam's having an off day. You know what? I think everyone is. Not as off as he, as he was uh, like two weeks ago. Oh, this got weird. 
Yeah, what happened two weeks ago? I don't remember. He just came in and he was like just staring at the sky. Oh, maybe it was a week ago. Last week. Is that kind of like no. every week he's staring at the sky? No, it wasn't last week. It might have been four weeks ago. Oh, maybe four weeks. Was I here? No. Yeah. No. I don't know. He wasn't here four weeks ago. He wasn't. Got I was. Money, I was money. having the best day ever in my entire life. I'm, I have too much. I'm having too much. Good. Good. Oh my Very god. Nice. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. She's, she's listening, she's isn't listening. she? She's okay. listening, isn't she? No, actually, she's working. So. Mm. I like the fact that she told Somebody me that she I have to continually continue to abuse you on a regular basis. Yeah, she, that's what she said to you yes. last night. She said, I have to and I got really nervous because Adam has a list of things to talk about about me oh, yeah. from my brother. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, he's I just do, so sweet. We should do one a week. Let's do it in the closing Mike, uh, right? segment. Okay. We should I'm do one so, a week. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, he's great. I'm he's so very scared. sweet. The best part is I showed it to Stephanie. She's like, oh, that's uh, that's good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. All right, let's find out what's going on with Coop. Let's see. What's this week in the Scoop with Coop? Hey, yo, what's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Here at first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. This week, The Scoop with Coop, brought to you by Cigar-Coop.com. Oh, he's not calling in, is he? No, he is not. So oh, that read means I have to read? Yes. <laughs> can't, we just send like lo- can't we just announce the link to this page on the air and let people go and read <laughs> go for themselves? Go to http colon backslash backslash. I'm too tired if, if you to show read. Up, if you check out our Instagram on Thursdays, it's usually also posted there. Yeah, we don't have to read the whole story. Just give a, uh, a gist. Altidus USA and Crown Heads this week announced they're teaming up for the Monte Cristo Ciudad de Musica. Which translates to Music City. Music City, uh, which is big a big theme with the Crown Head guys. They've got a lot of musical references and all the cigars they make yes. and the names of their brands, the packaging. But obviously, they are in Nashville, so the Music City. Well, you know, it was very original. It's never been done before. <coughs> Avo. Sorry. <laughs> wow. <coughs> Avo. Uh, it, so uh, cigars will be coming out soon, and it's going to be in four sizes. There's a thousand cigars being made, uh, twenty-five thousand cigars per size. So it's going to be a limited edition run in a twenty-count box. So look for that in the stores near you soon. Interesting with Altus, just like now partnering up with anybody. It's like, hey, you want to make a cigar? Give us a call. Mm-hmm. Right? They're just it, well, eating well, up everybody. Right? Well, just, like, it's making it's cigars the, with everybody. It's like they didn't steal the idea from Christian Rowe or anything. Well, I mean, yeah, he did. That was probably maybe the first time that I remember it being done with. Uh, that was La Florida Dominicana at the time when they first like yeah. two companies worked together. But yeah, because uh, what do they call them? Collaboration yes. seems to be the thing now. Everybody's trying to collaborate. Yes. Yeah. We'll collaborate. share the expenses and then hopefully get all the profits. AJ Fernandez adds Ramon Ayones to his portfolio, which is a very old Cuban brand. Uh, it was tried to have been revived by General Cigars, I believe, maybe five, six years ago. They released a uh, U.S. version of Ramon Ayones, which ooh, tanked. Well, Terrible. Really? It's, actually, it's actually right here. Uh, it's owned by General, and in the U.S., under the arrangement, General will continue to own the trademark. Oh. In 2015, General moved the Ramon Ayones under its Foundry Tobacco brand. Earlier this year, the Foundry Ramon Ayones cigar had been discontinued, was announced. Ah. Oh. Should be out in January. This so, next so story I, is I, I don't get it. Is he just making it so he doesn't own the brand? Uh, you didn't let me read the story. License, so. A licensing fee, I is think. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Doesn't really say exactly. Because it was so hot for General. I know. <laughs> I feel well, like, I feel like AJ is trying to pad his portfolio. I'm actually happy about this next story. Camp Camacho. We've heard, so I've heard stories about I've been Camp there, Camacho. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, if, if it's the same place, it's kind of cool. It's like literally like on a ranch. Right. And the, the whole hangout is like the pool and the deck is like on a cliff. That, is like, that over... where the monkey was? Or yes. Was that... that was the monkey. Yeah, because Carlos was telling us all about That was the it. tree that bit Carlos in the butt. Yes. <laughs> yes. After, not, after, a nine, after a near 10-year 
hiatus, Camacho Cigars has announced it's bringing back its factory tour program to customers. The company has opened up a new guest house adjacent to its recently opened Dia de Cigars de Honduras, S.A. and Danley, Honduras. Camacho Cigars has established a new four-day, three-night program that includes a tour of the new factory, a visit to tobacco fields, a blending session, and a day of zip lining in Honduras. Cool. Zip line! Camacho has <laughs> established a series of 14 trips that will be available between February and April 2018. Travel can be booked directly online. The guest house features 11 rooms and 13 bathrooms that can house up to 20 guests. The great room of the house is a full bar, full-service kitchen, and comfortable seating areas with a flat screen, and there's also an outdoor lanai. The last time Camp Camacho program was one, the Aurora family still owned the brand. I don't know if this is going to be the exact camp mm-hmm. right. that they used to use. It looks like they might have made a new camp. All the uh, all the craziness might not be, uh, might not be the It was just a cool right. setting. It was fun. <laughs> is that it for the scoop, scoop, or is there more? There is one, one more, more story okay. here. Uh, Placencia Cosecha 146 released into the U.S. market. What? Cosecha? Coseca? Coseca. Gesundheit. Yes. Uh, A cigar showcased at the 2017 IPCPR trade show is now heading to U.S. retailers. The Coseca 146, the first cigar, Placencia Cigars, Coseca series. So we'll be having a series of these things. Are you, like, speaking Chinese right now? Because that's what it sounds like. I don't even hear the story in these words. Uh, It means harvest, apparently. Then just say harvest. Yes. Uh, Spit it out! (laughs) This release pays homage to the 146th harvest of the Placencia, and it uses tobaccos from Honduras and Nicaragua from that crop. Uh, These are the countries where the Placencias grow the majority of their tobacco. According to Placencia Cigars, they are in the process of adding aging additional tobaccos as part of the Coseca series or the Harvest series, and will be ad- introduced in the coming years. Yeah, I, so I, that's I, the scoop this I, week. I already see like the people lining up for a brand. Yeah, can can, can I get the Coseca uh, one four six? <laughs> or can I get the Coseca? It's bad enough with the Coseca when one four six people go. Yeah, can I get some cows? What do you mean a cow? Cows. Oh. What's the, oh, CAO. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. I haven't been on the retail wow. floor. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I, I never heard cow. I heard, I heard KO and chow. But yeah. I guess it does kind of. I mean, I, wow. There's, yeah. there's a lot of things uh, pronounced weirdly in the cigar yes, world. Yes. Tatooie. Yes. Tatooie. Do you have any tatooies? Yeah. I like some tatooies. Uh, <laughs> my favorite is Olivia. Yep. Do you have Olivia. any Olivia? <laughs> like Olivia Newton-John, is that what you're looking for, man? You know, I mean, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh yes, we can go all day with this. I man. would love we to will. see how some people pronounce El Wuente. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's too new. I don't. I, uh, I haven't heard any variations of. I haven't heard anybody even ask for that cigar, so I don't know. Yeah, it'd be a good thing to guess, but I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, we've heard so many weird names over the years. But yeah, Chow, Cow, that's funny. <laughs> Cow, cow. Yeah, that was one of them. Cow. That is one of them. That's one of the long-standing ones. Yes. All right. This has been a great show. We are going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll see This Week Who Belongs in a Cigar in St. Asylum, and we'll drop some special knowledge about Paul. Oh, yes. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory. 
La Zona, and rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. I can barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. If you had to pack a go bag, what would go in it? For Pepe Mendez, it was his rare Pilo Tico tobacco seeds, which he personally carried to the Dominican Republic half a century ago. In tribute, we introduced the Monte Cristo Pilo Tico Pepe Mendez, a robust cigar with nutty, leathery notes and a slow burn that marks the rebirth of a golden age. Try the new Monte Cristo at your local cigar lounge, and you may want to pack one to go, too. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella Cigars. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? It's your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. What do you mean? Wow, tough crowd. Here, try this recluse cigar. You're going to need all the help you can get. Don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Recluse. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. I think you should stick with that recluse cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And I know a little something about games. Boom. Ooh, that's cold. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. 
Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. We are here broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. We are getting to wind down here on the final segment of this, the November 18th of 2017. Ragnarok yet? No, I haven't had time. Have Ragnarok? You had time? No, I haven't. I was going to say, a, you know. No, I've been wanting to see it, Paul. Ragnarok yet? Are you a Marvel fan at all or no? No. I, I'll watch movies, but I haven't seen it. Oh, I, so, I heard it was the best Thor movie yet. Really? Oh, you know what? I've seen that on Facebook, though. A lot of my friends that saw Thor, the I mean, Thor, loved I mean, it. I mean, the first couple of Thor movies weren't great, so it's not like, you know, but I heard it's a great movie. And funny, I hear. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's very, yeah. It's very comical. And yeah. Well, I mean, it was directed by a guy whose background is fully in comedy and had never directed a serious film before. So. No, I'm, I'm very, I, maybe this week I'll get a chance to go check it out with the missus. It'd be nice. Yes. You go to the movies still? Yeah. I haven't been to a movie. I couldn't tell you the last It's time. an experience. It is. You, know, you go out, maybe... Get a bucket of popcorn, sit next to your wife. See, I would see the opposite movies. with you, though, because I, I would think that you'd hate being surrounded by strangers. Well, that's why I don't go to opening night, I'm usually. I'm surprised you don't have we go a to theater, theater at your house. No, we like go Like in your backyard no, somewhere. No, because the whole point is to get out of the house. Right. All. You know, my wife's <laughs> at home all day with four kids. You like to she likes to have a conversation and then start with, gub, 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 gub. <laughs> you know, and get her out of the house. I didn't drop it, I swear. Yeah, you know, so, you know, we, it's like a little outing thing. You know, when we, when we were single, I mean, before we were, like, married, but before we had kids, like, we'd go to the movies, like, once, twice a week. Sometimes. Wow. Yeah. We were very much moviegoers, both of us, so it worked out for us. But, yeah, I've definitely been wanting to see Ragnarok, and I wanted to see that uh, Wonder movie, too. Oh, yeah, the one new one with the... Yeah. the uh, Julia Roberts and uh, Owen Wilson. Yeah, based on a true story. My, my wife made my oldest daughter read that book. So, oh, yeah, actually, it looks really good. Yeah. I saw the previews for. Yeah, it. I want to see that too. So that's on my that's on my list of things to watch. Otherwise, I don't, I've been so out of touch for the last four weeks. I don't even know what's come out or what's good. Justice League came out this week, and apparently, oh, it, just, it, it just looked it, the previews. Listen, when you can't excite me in the previews, I know it's going to be a bad movie. Because how many times, like, you'll see the previews, like, oh, that movie looks great. Or, uh, and then you get there, and, like, they showed every great scene right, in the right. preview. So there was nothing left They're of the movie. Spent. That's, right. that's all the good but stuff. But when you can't even excite me on a preview, you know it's going to tank. Yeah. Oh, man, DC is so behind the curveball in the, you know, superhero genre. Because they don't movies. have Disney. Dude, they got the characters. Dude, they got Superman and Batman, man. But the the kings of interle- so intellectual property now. that own Marvel now, it, Disney, nobody can beat them. They're the best. It's the best thing that ever happened. Yeah, Which brings me to a new thing we're going to start calling Paul's <sighs> Topic Segment. <Great. laughs> All this time of stalling, you couldn't come up with a better spot than Paul's Topic Segment? Um, let's make fun of Paul. Let's make um, fun of Paul. Paul's Fun Facts. No. Paul's Fun Facts. Yes. <laughs> So I'm not going to use one of the ones that I have because Paul gave me a better one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Paul was so paranoid about this list that he doesn't know what's on. He walked in during the break and said, did my brother tell you about this and this? And we're like, uh, no, but we do know about it but now. But that's a good one. Yes, about the whoopee that you had. It was not a it Did was you not call a, it a whoopee? No. Did, yes. you have a, did you have a nickname for it? Like, yeah. What was your nickname? Blanky. Blanky. You just called it Blanky. Yeah, I had a Blanky. My brother, when he was real little, he had Mr. Blanks. But Mr. that's what you'll have in another few years. <laughs> Mr. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, way to go. Way I am go. done. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Drop you the mic. Go that's now. it. It's all over from here. So, yeah, Nowhere so, to go. So, Paul, Mr. Mr. Blanky here, uh, 
You had him till you were how old? Thirteen? Well, I the age the age description is kind of fuzzy to me, mm-hmm. but I remember uh, the cleaning lady. She, uh, but well, this is what I was told. I found out later in life that this is not the case, but I was told that the cleaning lady must have thrown it out, and I was like, fire her. <laughs> <laughs> I can Paul see so that. angry. Paul like, fire get rid her. Of her. Fire the cleaning lady because she threw away. Fire Rosalita. Fire Rosalita. <laughs> and and they said uh, they said well we there's nothing we can do you know you're not gonna have your blankie anymore. But see I shouldn't. Why am I talking about this? I I actually so as my blankie got older it ripped and pieces came off. So I called them its tails, and I saved the tails oh and tied God. them all together and put them in a special spot. What is the matter with you? <laughs> so I had the so tails. So do you still have the tails, but not the blankie? I think the tails are somewhere at my mom's house. Oh but I think my God. mom has the blankie, by the way. That's the story that my brother told me. My brother told me that my mom and dad were so concerned I think like that I still had a blankie that they, they took it away and blamed it on the cleaning lady. That poor Did cleaning you have lady any, you didn't even know. Like I don't know what you call that, like psychological attachment to any inanimate object growing up. No. <laughs> you? No. Okay, me neither. No. It wasn't like a. I slept with it. It was just like you know you have a yeah, teddy bear a to thing. go to bed. I, mean, I think I slept with a meatball hero one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a dream you know, of mine to eat a meatball hero in bed. No, maybe a. <laughs> really. Maybe a, Meatball yeah, parm huh. sub oh. or something. I hadn't slept with it, you know. Mon- I think not, your not days are over now that you're married. I'm not yeah. allowed to eat in bed anymore. I was going to say. I missed that George part of Costanza. being Not a chance. Uh, you got a little, like, corned beef pastrami under the pillow. Yeah, I was, uh, dude, you don't even know. Dude, eating the bed is the most disgusting thing, man. I got to tell you, I'm it's single so and I've gross. never, ever eaten Because you guys bed. never lived in a studio apartment in, I don't in New York. here, like, man. I, I, I sat on that, the bed, though. put Have the TV never on. Felt the crumb? Did, he, like, you, reached from his you, bed to the fridge. That's sleep, how close it was. You sleep fully clothed, don't you? Nah. No. No. I either sleep in just, like, my underwear, like boxer briefs, or I sleep you don't, in the you, in the buff. You don't feel the crumbs sometimes from the food and... I don't now, but I don't remember if I did. I was so I was a, I was doing improv and stand up. I was so drunk when I meth? by the time I got into bed. You were doing meth? I no, I never oh, did meth. Oh, okay. But I was so drunk by the time I got into bed that it didn't matter. Like I so I'd go to a diner, pick up pick up diner food, bring it home, eat like a triple decker club sandwich in bed with fries, oh, watch I, a movie and pass out. I got into bed once a couple months ago and I lied in there and all of a sudden it's like sand gravel all over my bed. I'm like what the F is this? <laughs> like, oh, I caught Petra eating like some crackers. <laughs> I, I went and woke her up. I said, you can go get that dust back and vacuum that mattress, young lady. <laughs> it was gross. I felt like I was rolling around the beach. Like, she just, mat- my she just decided to go in your bedroom, well, watch TV, what, and eat crackers? What happens is, is that for some reason, everybody likes to be on the first floor of our house. Okay. You know, these kids have their own rooms upstairs. They have their own like little mini living room upstairs, TV and right. whatever. They all like to be on the first floor. So when there's an argument about what to watch in, in the main living room, they go, Mom, can we watch the TV oh, in okay. your room? And they go in our room and watch the TV there. And having snack time, and it was like Pebble Beach, man. <laughs> Pebble Beach in my mattress, man. I went ballistic. Oh, eating, in the, eating in a bed is the most disgusting thing It is horrible, ever. gross. I, I yeah. can't even see how you'd like, like that. That's how my wife I get feels. it for him, though. Like, at the age he was doing it and, like, being in a studio and everything is really together, there's really no division of room. And, you know, you don't have a living room. Yeah. You don't even have a table. So your bed, I, I get did. that, but still gross. I had a table, but I didn't use it. Would you eat on the okay, toilet? Okay, that's gross then. 
Paul. No, uh, you I have did when I was a kid. You have eaten I used to eat Cheerios when I was when I was learning when I was getting potty trained. Really? Did my brother give you that did little you ever, like, tidbit? No, See, no, now you... I'm so scared yes. of what he gave you. I'm just gonna let it. <laughs> I gotta all tell out. you, I'm gonna Look pull all the ones I've got. I know you don't even have to. So you've eaten like a bologna sandwich while doing number two. No, never. Oh, no, you can't eat on. I wouldn't rule it out, but oh, come on. I'll bet money he's eating food while doing a number two. No, no. I, I do always drink coffee while doing a number two. Well, like that, every that, morning that's because coffee, coffee makes you do a number two. Yeah. It's I always, a natural okay, I make my cup of coffee in the no, morning, no, 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 and no. I go and sit down at, have, on the bowl. You have a co- you have a top on that? No. <laughs> it's an open <laughs> mug. Anyway, with that what do you fun think and exciting... think the air gets in the food oh, and you consume it? Oh, my God. He does the same you know what? Thing. I Abe can just... Same thing. Listen, he's oh, got I'll, the... I'll have a cup of coffee while I'm on the, on the you... pot. Yeah. Okay, just... I remember eating food while my Tell me you walk out the door with the cup, then go back and flush the toilet. You do not stand there holding your cup and flush the toilet. I usually the put toilet. the cup on the edge of the toilet bowl on the seat <laughs> and then flush. <laughs> What's flushing? <laughs> What's flushing? Oh, guys, it's as, so gross. As, my wife, oh, as, my, as my wife will tell you, I obviously have no clue how to flush a toilet. You probably don't know the toilet seat belongs down either, do uh, you? Young lady, I am actually one of the few people that puts the top down. I do too. I Because I've, I've dropped so many things not in only, the toilet. Yeah, not, not, not out of kindness because no, no. he's lost stuff in the yeah, toilet. Not, no, no. <laughs> I don't do it out of kindness either. I can give a crap about what you guys want. Aww. I, I not only put the seat can down, I just have my own toilet? but I put the top down because... It's a crap hole, man. It's supposed to be covered. You shouldn't have an open crap hole in your house. I don't get it. Anyway, that's this week. Let's see who now belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Welcome to the cigar asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. Let's see this week. Kublong. No. We have a cigar insane asylum brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. This week's inductee is serious about not sharing his food. While on the toilet. Sounds like my three-year-old son. Uh, Florida man Drew Sawinski, 25, was jonesing for some pizza after getting high on K2. I haven't seen a K2 story in forever. I thought that fad was gone and passed out already, which is a synthetic form of marijuana. So while sitting at home high and hungry... Drew's friend spotted a pizza on the table. Would it just like magically appear? I think it, it was there like leftover. Okay. Naturally, he began to eat it. This started a fight, which led to his friend trying to escape on his bike with Sawinski chasing him and yelling, I'm going to kill you. Nice. Good things. Yeah. Okay. Before he could escape, Drew broke a golf club on his friend's head and hit him with a mop handle and cut his friend's chest at least once with a five-inch knife. How did a guy on a bike trying to get away and right. the other guy also has a golf club, a mop handle, and a knife? <laughs> the, de- the details were fuzzy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Melbourne police hauled off Drew to Brevard County Jail on charges of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon and battery. It just goes to show you... Don't eat another man's pizza, friend or not. <laughs> Congratulations to Drew Swinsky. You are this week's inductee in the Cigar Insane Asylum. Man, I've heard people do the most insane, weird stuff on that K2. Why would anybody just go smoke some weed? Why would yeah. anybody do this artificial, you know, I created in a lab coat in a laboratory yeah. stuff? Crazy, insane. Money? I don't know. Is it more? I mean, I I, I don't know. The, I do not. I can't say I'm well versed in the economics of 
Is drugs. K2 yeah, legal? Why? Yeah, K2 is it legal. Is. It so is? maybe that's yeah. why. Maybe that's I why. know, but I mean, come on. I mean, it's just as easy to get marijuana. Yeah. It's probably easier to get marijuana than it is easier to find somebody carrying K2. Or at least kava. <laughs> kava? I don't drink kava. I miss the trash. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you... Who's on he, next he week? He hit we, what he was aiming for. We got no show next week. Yeah, we're off next week. Because what are you doing for Thanksgiving? I'm uh, playing golf and going to the World Greatest Gardener's parents' house for dinner. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, he's not a gardener anymore. Well, yeah, Since he's, he stopped uh, doing my work, or either he doesn't like me, which is probably No, he's, he's way too busy with <laughs> yeah, all he's the not water a reclamation stuff. Yeah, he's not a gardener anymore. Yeah. So you're going there, huh? Yeah. What you doing for Thanksgiving? I'm not 100% sure yet. No? I, might be, no, I might be going to Lake Placid. Ooh. Uh, not New York, oh. Florida. Yeah, I know. It's not that exciting. Where they have the big alligator. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Really cool. <laughs> but, you know, that's Everybody it. coming over? Uh, I don't know who's everybody anymore. There's, okay. there's, there's factions and in-laws now. They'll now, just you know. show up. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, there's, you know, it's kind of like Game of Thrones now, you know. We, <laughs> you got the, uh, you know, Castly Rock and, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know so we, we don't know who's coming over, but it should yeah, be interesting. Absolutely. Always a fun time. To everybody out there, we wish you a very happy and healthy yes, eat Thanksgiving. Up. Enjoy the gobble, turkey. Gobble. Uh, we will be back in two weeks with another fantastic show. Till then, as always, keep it lit. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sangro or Maduro. The all-new Scores Palm Beach. Come be a part of the world-famous Gentleman's Club's new look. A new year brings a new addition to South Florida. Scores Palm Beach, offering a free lunch buffet Monday through Thursday with $5 prime rib on Friday, two-for-one drinks till 7 p.m. Scores Palm Beach, VIP seating and second-floor skybox suites. Full liquor, full nude until 5 a.m. 3174 Lake Worth Road, just west of Congress on Lake Worth Road. For more info, call 649-2000 or at scorespalmbeach.com.